that. I'll give you the offering. Praise God. Now, we're going to direct your attention to the book of Acts, the 17th chapter, as our reading springboard. And we pray that not to keep you long. And the way to do that is to not stay in church long with a preacher is to help him preach. The preacher needs some help. Because what's happening is he's got a hot, cold message, word of word from God for you. And he wants you, the preacher, amen, as he's delivering it, to somehow bind your faith with his faith and let them collide together. And you're responding with an attitude of saying, I believe the word of God. And that affirmation that gets right there, amen, then we can get the job done a whole lot faster. That's what I'm trying to say. But if, if, if I don't feel like I'm getting it in your brain, if, if I don't think I'm, then I got to go around the block again. You ever had to wait on a woman? Stop it, Demeter Spitzel. Okay. So let's not wait today. I got a feeling. Now, this lady right here, you want the Holy Ghost today, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Is that what you told me? She, I mean, they walked in the door saying, I want the Holy Ghost. It's a good thing when people are walking in the church house to get something. That's how you need to come in the house of God. I'm coming to get something. Now, have you ever spoken tongues? Have you? I was watching you worshiping God. You was in there, man. You was in your zone. Would you like to receive the Holy Ghost today? Possibly, maybe. Now I'm looking at that apprehensive look like, oh, like the deer caught in the light. I'm not embarrassing you, am I? I'm just going through the crowd because I'm going to get everybody up down here. How many of those folks get the Holy Ghost in this place? All right. The book of Acts, chapter number seven. Pastor cooked us some ribeye last night. Man, he's an awesome barbecuer. I have a special relationship with his girls. I'm trying to build this. As a matter of fact, I brought them candy today. They're not here. So I'm trying to build it. But my dogs have a very special relationship with Pastor. Because I got all the trimmings of fat and stuff. And I gave it to my dogs. And they said, oh, Brother Brown, thank you. So the Howard's house has been blessed And Sister Howard It's hot up here, huh, bro? I watched you making your announcement I didn't know if he was nervous or hot He's like dripping It's hot Acts chapter 17 Verse number 16 Now while Paul waited for them at Athens His spirit was stirred in him When he saw the city Holy given to idolatry, wherefore disputed he in the synagogue with the Jews and, and with devout persons and in the market daily with them that met him. And so Paul's meeting here with all types of different philosophers and, and uh, men of all types of different ideas. We'll jump on down to verse 20. 
remember Paul started talking to me. He said, For thou bringest certain strange things to our ears, we would know therefore what these things mean. And jumping down to verse 22, Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things ye are superstitious. Very superstitious. See, it was in the Bible before Stevie ever got it. Writing on the wall. That was Belshazzar. Verse 23. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar. Everybody makes an altar in their lives. Everybody worships at their altar. I'm going to say that again. Everybody worships at whatever they have put their emotions to be involved in. Now, that makes sense. So it doesn't matter if you're an atheist or a, a believer or an Islam. Whatever you're putting your affections to, there it becomes your idol and your emotions. Are you with me on that page? For as I passed by, beheld thy devotions, I found an altar with the inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, him be, declare I unto you, God. I made the world and all things, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth and dwelleth not in the temples made with hands, neither is worship with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things, and has made of one blood all nations. Stop right there. We're all brothers and sisters. We're all brothers and sisters, aren't we? You're just the brother from the other mother. But we all got the same daddy, Jesus. Hallelujah. And has made of one blood all nations of men that dwell on the face of the earth, and has determined the times and for before appointed to the bonds of their inhabitations. Stay with me now. This is it. Verse 27, that they should seek the Lord. Everybody should seek the Lord. Amen. Everyone should seek the Lord. If happily they might feel. Everyone reach their hands out. you got to feel after God. We are having church today feeling after God. God's not very far off that you can't feel Him. But what one songwriter said, I feel Him in my hands. I feel Him getting my feet, and that's why I start to run. I feel Him in my arm shoots up, and I swole. I felt Him in my throat. I said, Hallelujah. I got the feeling, God. That feels good right there. And we are so calm about just reading the scriptures. Did you notice that? We were just reading the scriptures and then all of a sudden we got excited. Man, somebody threw their sombrero in the air. Right, you may be seated. That they may seek the Lord if happily they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from any. One of us. One songwriter said it like this. God is already here. Can't you feel his spirit? He's already here. All you have to do is open up your heart. For he is already here. Well, I thought I was going to get a hat clamp for my singing. <laughs> Face drowns it out. God is in this place. God 
is in this place. Now, to let me take a few moments here before we see what happens in these altars, I feel that it's important as a representative of this Bible, as your pastor is, that we declare to you and let you know without a shadow of a doubt, and we are not ashamed to say it, that God is in this place. I don't think God's in this place. I'm not hoping that He's in this place. I'm not uh, uh, thinking that he's going to come later on into this place. Uh, Amen. I am convicted. uh, Amen. And I tell you, God is in this place. Now, you may not understand that, and you may not know what's going on around you, but there's someone in front of you, back of you, on the side, amen, that understands that God's in this place. And what you see them demonstrating here with their singing and clapping and running and jumping, they are feeling after this God that is kind and generous and merciful and full of grace, and they're thankful because they understand uh, that they have touched the hem uh, of his garment uh, and they feel his love uh, and they stand to their feet uh, when everybody else doesn't understand uh, and they say, God's uh, been good to me. God, uh, amen, saved me uh, and brought me from uh, a mighty long ways. You may not understand it uh, because you're not feeling after God, uh, but somebody uh, here uh, is feeling uh, their Holy Ghost. Amen. You gotta feel after God. John lets us to know the scriptures declare God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You don't worship God with your intellect and your knowledge and your degree and your university driving an LTD. Praise God. Don't make me go on. I don't even think there are LTDs anymore. Your eco car driving the lunchbox. I like them. Looks like dip them in chocolate, man. Smart cars. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about. It doesn't matter how smart you get. I like her. She's like a Holy Ghost party girl. Bring Martha. She'd live as the party. Come on. All the books in all the universities around this area and all of its writings. And all of the altars and all the places and all the shrines and all the things that people spend their time endeavoring to find and seek and to hold and discover. And they feel like, aha, we have found it. Even with that type of mentality, 
God says, your knowledge and all your understanding is just foolishness to me. Because God does not need you to affirm his existence. God is not on bending knees. I'm going somewhere, Pastor. God is not on bending knees uh, hoping that you will acknowledge him. Uh, amen. That you that he would say, oh, thank you. I needed you to praise me and tell me and pray to me. If you wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have. God doesn't need that. All he needs is he within himself that he said, I am what I am. I can be anywhere, go anywhere, do anything in future times pass in the presence I put the things in the orbit and I created all things and who are you amen that I would even come and visit you I will tell you why God comes and visits creation he loves you he created you and he understands that you have choice and you dabble and you seek and you try but when you make the full circle you'll come back because your heart is saying and I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Don't listen to me. Listen to YouTube. Amen. YouTube. And I still haven't found. Because it is in the destiny of every man and woman here that you are to seek and to find that place in your life that you try with drugs and sex and rock and roll and money and education. But there's a place that God says, that's my place right there. And you're trying to fill it with relationships and you have broken dreams and and confusion and, and oh, somebody better. And you get disillusioned with religion and government and parents and experiences, and you try everything, but still there's something gnawing at you. Amen. It says there's got to be something about this thing right here because I keep coming back to it. Even when I reject it, I come back to this thing called God and the Bible. Run, find, build, re retire, get a boat, go fishing, uh, swim with the polar bears, uh, dance with the Tahitians, uh, go fill your dreams. Uh, and when you come right back down to it, uh, you'll be like Solomon uh, and saying, this is one thing, uh, fear God uh, and keep his commandments. Uh, I don't know how else to tell you. What I don't believe in organized religion... So, half of us don't even know what that is. It doesn't matter what you believe. I'm not trying to be sarcastic, although Sister Howard says I am. I'm not trying to challenge what you as an individual. I am not trying to oppose you, to take something away from you that you have a strong foundation. But I am telling you this, with all that you got, like the brick, like a wall, amen, God will still be God. And you and me and everybody someday, amen, will bow and knee and say, you know what? I finally came around and realized that you are the Lord Jesus Christ, and I fooled around 
Amen. With all kinds of things. But I'm coming back to you in this service, God, because I know you're the answer. You're the way, the truth, and the life. And somebody better get some conviction about that. But my daddy doesn't believe. But my mama doesn't believe. But my husband, my wife, my friend, it doesn't matter. It's you right there with your God. My experience in God is not predicated or hinges upon what you do and what you don't do. My relationship and contact with God is my experience, amen, in God. Because there was one day that I wasn't listening to nobody or what I've learned or how I've been trained. I just stepped out and say, I want to know where God is and I want to find Him. And I sought Him and I looked for Him. And I prayed to him, and I screamed to him, and I went looking for him, and I found him. That's why the songwriter said, I got it. I said, I got it. Is the church with me today? As they passed by the boulevard, bumpity bumping uh, on down with the thumpity thumping and the ching and the chang and the bling bling. Uh, amen. They're going to cruise up and down the boulevard of life, uh, but somewhere uh, they're going to run out of gas uh, at the filling station called the church, uh, and we're going to find somebody and fill them up uh, with the Spirit of God uh, because my Jesus got some kick to it. I said, my Jesus got some kick to it. I don't want no watered-down Jesus. I don't want no wimpy services about religiosity. I want my God to come in and put some kick into my experience in God. I want to touch my Jesus, and I want to feel some kick to that thing. I want to know when God touches me, there's some kick Excuse me, but I'm just that way right now. Amen. I gotta have Jesus, and if this ain't the real thing, Amen. That I'm gonna find the real thing, and I'm not gonna waste time with religion. I'm not wasting time with philosophy. I'm gonna find Jesus, and He's gonna take care of business. Got a little bit excited there. I will be a little bit more calm because I'm fat and I'm out of breath. <laughs> See, I'm transparent and I'll let you know. Some of Andrew's like, come on. I'm just telling you straight up I'm out of breath. Get her done. Paul, Paul steps up to Mars Hill. All the philosophy, all the religiosity, all the intellects. They were the Greeks. What we would call them today would be the geeks. It's the truth. 
These brothers right here on Mars Hill, they'd have that lap. They'd have the pad out. They'd be searching the world. Look at this right here. They would. They are that smart. Amen. Some of the intellectuals would be there. Bill Gates. Some of the others. Ruling and taking control. Paul stumbles upon the statues that they have set up. I mean, there it was. Zeus. Apollos. Hercules, Elvis. I mean, they were all right there. <laughs> Michael, hey, what's up? Dude? And he's looking around at all this stuff. He said, my God, this looks like American Idol. <laughs> hey, Randy, there's a picture of you. He says, Randy, hey, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul starts looking at all of that It'd be like any one of us looking at religion right now It'd be like anybody that's in the secular world That decides to look for God They would start looking around And visiting churches How many were Was that type of person that you were a church shopper You were a church shopper Amen He was looking for a bargain If I ever get a church, I'm going to call it the, ch- the church of your choice. That's what it's going to be called. The guy's going to say, honey, I want to go to church of my choice. And he'll be driving down the road and say, look, the church of my choice. I'm letting you think about what I'm saying for a minute. I don't want to machine gun preach because just in a moment, people are going to meet God. No, you're not going to meet God with the, the sinner's prayer. That is a, that's an act and will on your part. You are approaching, I am a sinner. God, please forgive me. Accept me, please. And so you're just hoping that he got the, the message. You're just hoping in some type of prayer like he, I hope he heard this. And uh, and so you wait and you try to figure out and you get discouraged because you don't get a, a text back. And you're waiting. So you, But see, he's smart. He doesn't respond on the first call because he wants to know how hungry you are to find him. God, I need you right now. I'm in trouble. But when I get out, amen. Oh, what was his name? And so God, you'll need me. You're going to need me, and I'll be here. But that, but you wanted me to jump on the first, hey, God. And he says, Mm-mm. I want you to be hungry. I want you to be wanting to find out who I am. I want to see you in the midnight hour turning pages. And for those of you that indulge, you're stuck on all those religious channels. And you're trying to decipher and find who's that guy with the big smile. It's not Flip Brown, is it? He's got a great smile. He's got nice teeth, too. Nice hair. <laughs> I don't know how to know hurry. Do you feel the underneath thing right here? And so here it, people are, so they start seeking God and all types of things. And I, that's how I was. I, I wanted to find God. But then I walked into a church just like this. And, and, and it, wasn't no, it wasn't the normal type of church. 
it was this is not a normal church. They got their heads screwed on straight. Because they looked in all those religions. They looked, amen, bowing down to statues. People in this church have went to the universities and have their degrees. People here have experienced things and seen things, and they've been around the world, and, they, and they've seen a lot of things, and what they have finally come to a conclusion, because this is the local place where they come, they've realized that this church, amen, has an atmosphere, amen, and all I can tell you is God is in this church. God's presence permeates, and when the God's presence comes in to this building, and He's got somebody uh, that partners with him uh, and says, I believe in you, God. And God says, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, What do you want me to do? Uh, Because somebody uh, that recognizes uh, that I'm not a statue uh, of gold or silver or wood uh, or I'm not in some cathedral uh, that they can stand in the church house uh, and raise their hands uh, and start to feel me uh, coming in their hands uh, and moving on their body. uh, And they start to feel God. Yet somebody knows what I'm talking And all of a sudden, uh, their language begins to change uh, and they begin to speak uh, in another language. Uh, and they say, my God, I, I feel something. Uh, my God, uh, amen. I don't have to take that medicine no more. Uh, I don't have to have dialysis anymore. Uh, I don't have to take that pancreas uh, medicine anymore because God showed up. Amen. And what it takes on your part is to have an honest attitude that you would feel after Him. Conditions come because I'm about to... I would not want to be the person that when my wife came to me and she said... Honey, I love you. 30 years of marriage, I can say it like that. And I say to her, thank you. I love you, honey. Indeed. I found people like that. That's the way their relationships are with everybody. And that's why you're unhappy. And so it's easier to be stoic and strong and intellectual and have it together. I'm unmovable. I've been trained this way. I'm a soldier. But something In the middle of the night, a soldier rolls his head. There's got to be something more to life. She sits it on the edge of the couch, looking out the window. She said, I've tried everything. I've been abused, I've been neglected, I've been forsaken. And you can't fight off 
God's trying to call to you. You can't fight it off when God starts to hound you. You, you, you can't push it off. You can, you can build an airplane. You could be a, a mechanic, a, an engineer. Amen. But somewhere in the middle of the day, in the middle of the night, amen, there's going to be something that comes and says, it's empty. I feel empty. And I'm not happy with my wife or my husband or my kids or life anymore. Amen. What's going on? Is this a midnight crisis? What's going on? I'll tell you what it is. You're empty. And so they reserve a rock platform. And there's nothing on it. Except the little sign. Because they can't figure it out. I mean, they've tried all these gods and religions and churches and have heard the Jimmy Swaggerts and the Jimmy Bakers and the, and the Jimmy Deans. And everyone's trying to jimmy their way into heaven. And Paul comes by and says, hmm. What's this one about right here? I mean, you got a God for everything. Look at Lady Gaga right there. There she is. Hey, Lady Gaga needs to be saved. We'll invite her over for a barbecue and cook the meat that she is wearing. I was standing in a supermarket one day. I mean, Brittany was just all out of control, right? I mean, I don't even know what song she sings. I'm sorry. All right. Oops, I did it again or something. I don't know. Is that right? I don't know. But I was standing in the tabloid line getting my weekly message. <laughs> and I was reading something about Brittany, and I'm killing time. Sister Howard's doing something. And I, I just... You'd have to know me. And I just said, hey, in Walmart, hey, somebody needs to pray for Brittany. She had been in the tabloids a long time, huh? And they had gods to everything in this, this unknown God right here. And that, and that empty spot that you have in your soul, in your heart, that you try to... Control of everything. I'll, I'll make my own destination. Well, you could be going down the wrong road, not know it. And Paul stopped by and says, I want to tell you about this unknown God that you don't know nothing about. He said, I got, I, I'm pretty smart. Well, I got something that you don't got. I have come in contact with this. No, he's not an alien. No, he's not Area 52. This is not coast to coast. This is a real God that I want to talk to. But it's not made with hands or rocks or silver or gold. All you have to do with this God of everything is feel after him.
be healed. Feel after him. I want my marriage to get back together. Feel after him. Stand to your feet in a minute. But as you're standing to your feet, when you raise up, would you just take those hands and just reach? One, two, three. Stand up. Reach for him. Reach for him. How do I know there's a God? Reach for him. How do I know God can heal? Reach for him. How do I know God can deliver? Reach for him. How do I know that God can give me a job? Reach for him. How do you know God can give me a beach? Reach for him. You start reaching. You forget about who's around you. You forget about anything that's possible. And you say, I'm going to find God. But the difference between this God and those other gods, many times people reach for their own God that they've created, and they don't feel anything. And after a long time, they give up seeking God because they tried to, all the gods that they thought was the gods. Amen. And finally, amen, they don't know where to go. Well, I'm a preacher here today, and I'm here to tell you about the unknown God of your heart and soul. And His name is Jesus. And he comes in the form of a spirit which is called the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And he is not a statue or a chain on your neck or a bumper sticker. Amen. He is a spirit. And you are to worship him and feel after him. So I'm going to ask in just a few moments... The reason you feel this type of preaching today, because it's very authoritative. It's not coming just with power, but there's an authoritative in the Word today that has clarification, which lets me to know from my experience in the altars. There's a spirit of authority that's going to come in into the altars, and those things that are choking you off are not going to be let loose just with some power, but it's going to be let loose with some authority because you can have power, but that power has to come from somebody or something. Amen. And so the one that has the power is the one that has the authority, and there's no other power or authority than that of God. And when that authority is released in the altars, chains start to drop off. Depressions start to go away. Anxiety turns into joy. And all of a sudden, you've got a bright day.
some of you that haven't been here. The, the freeway's starting to get clogged. You know why? Because people understand. I'm going to touch him. I'm going to touch him. I'm going to get healed today. I'm going to get delivered today. My backslidden boy is coming back today. And the only thing between you and God is your feelers. The only thing between you and God is a little piece of skin, feelers. All you got to do is put some feeling in it. Why? Because it's the expression of the emotions. Even a monk that sits in meditation and tries to find his zen, he'll keep looking all through his body and he won't find it within until he finds Jesus Christ through the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I guarantee that monk is going to run around from coast to coast and say, I found it! Everybody, Buddhist and Catholic and Jewish and French, Italian and German and ghetto. Ghetto's our religion. So when folks are coming up here, they're not coming to the altar of this church. They're not coming to the altar of a speaker or to a religion. This is just the place where we have, in our own architectural way, that we come forward and we pray. And we call this an altar or stage or whatever. But it's the place that's convenient while preaching is going forth and faith is built that people come up. And that's why when you come forward, it is just a place that we gather together to worship God in one mind and one one spirit. Now, you can do it in your chair. You can do it there. You can drive it, do it in your car. You can do it in laundry. You can be working. You just start worshiping God. Wouldn't that be great being on your job and your boss comes in with a bad attitude and all of a sudden you invite your God to be in front of you in your copy machine and you say, Jesus, and you turn around and say, good morning, boss. And all of a sudden your attitude changes, ill attitude. He says, Bob, I like you. I don't know what it is about you, but you're a good guy. And in your mind you're saying, it is the Holy Ghost. <laughs> That's right. So, sister, where's that sister at? Come on, she's ready. Right? Amen. Bring your friend. Amen. She, come on. Start coming down if you're, if you're coming in prayer right now. Come on. Bring him down. Just bring him down. Was you coming down? That's right. Don't be shy. Step up close. Step up close. Now, someone's going to ask you. A saint of God is going to ask a visitor right now. Would you like to go worship God with me? Ask him right now. Ask him right now. Ask somebody, a visitor, a friend. Those folks on the back row right there, is this, the, 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 sir, sir, is this your first time here right there, sir? Is this your first time? Hermano, is this your first time here? And your wife and your kids? Yeah, come on, come on down. Come on down. 
Something's got to go. So what you got to do, you got to run through your mind and your heart and your soul right now. And you got to say, open the door, open the door, open every closet, every shelf, and say, all right, everything that God you don't want me to have, go. Does that make sense? And then he comes in and feels the disappointment. He heals some things. And he starts putting his self where the hurts and the pains are. And then he'll say, I'm the one that shuts it and no man can open. I'm the one that opens and no man can shut. So when he comes in, amen, the bad comes out. So that's why it's called the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The same Holy Ghost. Are you with me right now? And I hope you're listening. The Holy Ghost overshadowed Mary. All right. But we just don't have it overshadowing us. The Holy Ghost is coming into us. And when it comes in, because this will be the greatest day of her life, because she's been waiting for this a long time. And if I'm not not preaching to anybody else, I'm preaching to someone that's been on a journey and has been looking for a long time. Amen. And she's made the circle. And she's saying, I want it so bad in my life today. Is that the way you feel right now? Is that the way you feel? You're ready for that change, huh? Amen. Your your Jesus is going to have some kick in it. You understand what I'm saying? Because you're kind of wild out there a little bit. Amen. You're not going to settle for that little cross on the dash. Amen. You need some God that's going to give you some kick. Amen. And when the old temptation comes back to you, you say, get back, Jack. I've got some Holy Ghost in me. Get your hands off me. Get your mind off me. Is this some street, but it's all right? Because what people need is to understand uh, our God is not a statue. It some kick in it. Uh, and it'll give you some backbone uh, and some conviction. Uh, and you can stand up when temptation comes. Uh, and you can say, my God is able. Uh, my God is... And if you can just stop all the confusion, right? 
lot of confusion. A lot of question marks. See, when I looked at you, it was just a lot of question marks and confusion. But you're a good lady. You don't understand what I'm saying. But confusion. You understand what I just said. You connected with that. Amen. And so that... Is this all right right now? I, see, I want God to minister. We can rush, but I want God to minister to her and to her, and that family and to her. And God starts moving through. You know what He's going to try to show you? I'm God. I can go where I want to go, do what I want to do. I can get right down in that. I can back up the bankers. I can back up the lawyers. I can back up the... I can, I can step in in your life. I can step in and everything has to start backing up. I step in, amen, and demons have to back up. I step in, amen, and adversaries start to tremble and say, God showed up. God showed up. So here's what happens. And all the love that you are looking for. Oh, God, I get frustrated and almost given up. But you hold on. You feel like giving up sometimes. Because you don't know if God's really there and really working on your behalf. Now don't worry. Sometimes He's stealth. Sometimes He's working in secret. You know why I know? Look at me right now. Where's my sister in the back row? Your daddy got the Holy Ghost last week. Father-in-law got the Holy Ghost last week. That's your husband's father. Yes. And right now he's triple bypass, possibly. And now your husband, which is his son, is saying, oh, my God, what's going on? My dad got the Holy Ghost. What is this thing all about? Where before he was resisting. But now his daddy got the Holy Ghost, and now his daddy has a triple bypass coming up. And son's saying, wait a minute here. Amen. He gets the Holy Ghost. Now this, I'll tell you what, it's a setup. Let God work in that situation. And when your husband is grabbing his daddy's hands and tears are coming down his face, he says, all I can tell you, son, is I got the Holy Ghost and you need to do it. He said, Daddy, I promise I'll get the Holy Ghost. I don't want anything to happen to you. Come on, God. I need you to come. And he's going to pray for the first time. Did you just see that? I spoke a word of faith to her. And he's going to, God's going to bring your husband to his knees, to his daddy, and his daddy, amen. And he's going to say, God, please don't let that. And he said, I finally got your attention, didn't I? So when I lay hands on you and others, here's what's going to happen. Is this all right? Do I just get carried away? Do I babble too much? Holy babbler. When I lay hands on you, you're going to speak in tongues. Have you ever done that before? Oh, girl, it's bad. It's dope. It's good. It's a real thing. It's deep. It's large. When I lay hands on you, you're going to start speaking in another language. Now, I was raised a Catholic. Was you? So was you. Oh, catechism and all that stuff. Yeah, I did all that. Yeah, yeah, you were baptized. You went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quinceañeras, all that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to get the Holy Ghost today. When I lay hands on you, you're going to start speaking in tongues. I'm coming back to you. Now, don't worry. You're going to speak in tongues. She wants everything. She wants all kinds of gifts. She wants to be a missionary. I don't know what she wants to be. You're going to speak in tongues. You're not Spanish, German, French, Italian. Hey, and put some confidence in yourself. That just hit you, didn't it? 
Put some confidence in yourself because you've been put down so much. You can... Don't hold those tears back because that's one of those things that you do because you're a fighter. And you say, no, I'm going to be strong. But you know what? Sometimes you're just going to have to break and say, Jesus, help me. See, right there. Right there, relax. God, I'm you. Right there. Hallelujah. <laughs> Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. You don't have to do penance. You don't have to cheat yourself because God. Did you hear what I said to her about her husband? Let God set it up. Let God set the husband thing up. You quit trying to work it out because you are a control freak. You want it all. You want. Let God do it when God does it. Do you know anything about the baptism of the Holy Ghost? You had it before? not been easy though has it there's a lot of compassion that I feel trying to overwhelm you to help you and you just gotta release it is it let me let it work here you came up for prayer what would you like anything let me see if I have that spoken tongues? You have. You just want a renewing. You just want it. How old are you? 16. Great age. When you raise your hands and let God be real to you, just stand right here. You don't have to go in the back. I'm looking for people that are really looking for something. Hungry. Sir? Brother right there in the blue. Yeah. Come on down. What I'm seeking after is things that God's going to use. Because this church is going to break into some soul winning. Come up here. My God, with a smile like that and eyes like that. Two years ago, we're going to speak in tongues again. You hear me? Let it happen for you. I just want to pray for you. Because sometimes there's things that people have that people miss, and you've got something I'd like to. Sir, this is your family. Come here. Come here. Bring your family up here. Praise God. You're looking for something for you and your family a new beginning, a new start. Things have happened. Comprende? You found a nice place right here. You're safe here. Worship. Don't go looking. Stay put. Roots like a tree. This is your family. Stay put for a while. Don't be moving in and out. Don't be on the run. Does that make sense? Find a place right here. Pastor's wife. Pastor, I need to get my family. At this point in time in life, with all the things crazy in the world, Gaddafi, earthquakes and things, people don't need to be jumping around trying to just, well, I must find a place of security for your family for the next four or five months. 
and you're gonna and you're gonna see some things happen for you. But don't be moving around right now. You gotta find a family of God right now because the family that you had, they don't understand. Does that make sense? God spoke to you, huh? Amen. Pastor Brown, these are gonna be your saints right here. I don't know what's going on in them. Can you do that? Can you stay here for about four or five months? Can you do that? Can you do that? Is that all right, Pastor? Amen. I want to make sure everybody makes this couple feel secure. Is that all right? God's speaking to some people here. Amen. Bow your heads with me. Jesus, I thank you, Lord God. I know we're going slow. I'm wanting you to move in this crowd, God. I want to be sensitive to your spirit, God. God, I don't want it to be us being all excited and and just being careless with your spirit. But God, let your spirit walk through this building, God. Because there's an undercurrent of greatness that's moving in this church. And people are hungry in the altars for something deep. This is deep. This is a dimension service. Because of the next, for the next five minutes, we are going to seek after God with everything that's within us. Those of you that are in the seats, those of you that are in the sides, the musicians, even though you're playing, the singers, we're going to be reaching after God. And we're not going through a ritual. We're not bowing down. We're not taking any type of uh, surveys or, or communion. We are seeking after God right now. And God, forgive us of our sins. Let mercy... Reign over us right now and let grace abound. God, in just a moment, visit us in such a powerful way that every man that's in the foyer, every usher, every person that's in this is not distracted. But for five minutes, their eyes are closed and their hands are raised. And they're saying, God, I want to feel you. God, I want to feel you. Amen. 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 On the count of three. I want everybody to raise their hands, and I want you to just cry out, amen, and I want the singers to sing, and we're going to let the Holy Ghost have his way. One, two, three. Raise your hands. Raise your hands louder now. Start calling on his name.
Because I can feel him in my heart. Amen. My God is real. My God is real. My God is real. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did we have some people receive the Holy Ghost for the first time? Speaking in tongues for the first time? Let's get put our hands together and thank God for those that have been filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. How about somebody that had an encounter with God? You've been refilled with the Holy Ghost and you felt the presence of God? Let's thank God for that as well. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. One of the fruit of the Spirit, one of the manifestations of the fruit of the Spirit is the joy. Amen. Joy. And you have joy when you're plugged into the Holy Spirit, even when things are tough in your life, going through challenges, you still have the joy of the Lord. Amen. And it's that joy is based in the fact that you know that God's in control and you're a child of God. So I want you to leave here rejoicing. That means showing the manifestation of the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah, which is your strength. Amen. And God's going to do great things in your life. God's going to do great things in your family. Amen. God's going to do great things and he's going to bless you. Praise the Lord. A couple things before we leave. Three things. First of all, if you have children, go down and uh, relieve those that are ministering to the children to get them out. Secondly, uh, Life Kids, those that are willing to help and be a part of Life Kids, if you can meet right up here in the front as soon as we say amen from the dismissal prayer, and uh, uh, that would be fantastic, and we can make plans for this fantastic week. Make sure you take your invitations, hand them out to some people, invite some people out to the house of the Lord this weekend. And thirdly, I want to uh, say that... Uh, my uh, brother AJ has been with us for 13 or 14 months, 15 months, and uh, what a blessing he's been to our church and to my family. And uh, um, uh, jobs haven't opened up for him. If something doesn't open up next day or two, he's going to head home Wednesday. If anybody knows of a job, any kind of job situation available, let him know. But if not, what a blessing it's been having him. Not that he'll never come back, but uh, uh, I know he'll be back to visit unless the God opens the door because he wants to stay here so we can believe God for that. But uh, amen. In the name of Jesus.